Good morning, everyone, or good evening, or happy commute, or wherever you are right now. Hey, this is Ori, and you are now tuned in to my Story by Ori podcast. Today, I'm going to be telling the story of addictions. So, um, when you hear that, you're probably like, drug addiction, you know, that's mainly what we think of when we think of addiction, but there's a lot of different types of addictions out there, um, and some that we have personally. So, today, tune in for the story of addictions, and let's get to it. So first and foremost, you're probably wondering why I named my episode today Addictions or today's episode Addiction, (laughs) however you want to comprehend it. I did that because no matter who you are, what you're doing, where you come from, no matter what, we all have something and some things we're addicted to. These can be considered good or bad. For example... I'm addicted to waking up every morning and one of the first things to come that's that's that comes out my mouth is saying thank you Lord for blessing me to see another day because I know that no one else granted me that but God and I was doing that even before I had a consistent prayer life that I started two years ago I was doing that even when I was a teenager and things like that, I want to say even during my child years, I was taught to always thank the Lord for another day. So I always did it. However, um, along with that addiction now that um, I've gotten older and my I take my devotions very seriously, my prayer life very seriously, I add that phrase along with a devotion, along with a prayer, along with meditation and taking time to listen to what God is speaking to me through that day and throughout the day. So I'm addicted to that. Every morning I have a routine. I like to call it my spiritual routine that I I perform for my own personal um my own personal growth with God and I love it. I'm addicted to it and I'm okay with it. Um I'm also addicted to overeating though. And that's a bad addiction. <laughs> so I love to like when y'all know y'all been there when you eating good food and it tastes so good. And like, let's say you only got halfway through and your mind said you could do all of it. So you're trying your best to eat all of it because it's so good. But like two hours later, you're not feeling so good. You're feeling horrible. You're feeling like you need to go use the restroom and you're wishing that those moments when you were overeating that you kind of maybe didn't because now you feel horrible and you can't get out of the bathroom and finish your day so it's so funny because I didn't even realize that I was addicted to this until I was listening to another podcast another podcast um some of the podcasts that I listen to are the gold the gold digger g-o-a-l digger podcast for women and um Monique Rodriguez both of them had spoke spoke about something on the aspect of eating. Monique said about, she said that when she's trying to have a productive day, that she doesn't, um, well, every day is productive. So she was saying her eating habits that during lunchtime, she doesn't go out and eat a big lunch. Because if you all have noticed, when you eat big lunches, 
you're going to get tired. Like you're going to get very full, but you're also going to get very tired and being very tired is going to be leading to being very lazy. You probably won't fall asleep on your job when you go back to work, but you're going to be very lazy and you won't be as attentive as you were if you were to just get a salad or something light to, to keep on your stomach just to hold you until later. Um, and I can't remember exactly, um, what Jenna said on her gold digger podcast, but it was related to productivity in it. And, um, my spirit spoke to me and it was like, you need to be careful with how much you eat. And I was like, really God? But I started noticing that I'm, I'm a lot like that when I eat and it's something really good. I want to finish it. And God's like, no, I filled you up with enough. So even if you have to put it up for later or even throw it away because it's no good after a certain amount of time you gotta let it go so that's something that I'm personally working with I'm going through rehab (laughs) I'm going through rehab um on kind of teaching myself not to overeat anymore and to just enjoy it while it's there and when I'm full I'm just full I don't care if it was five bites or 20 whatever fills me up I have to be satisfied with that and keep going so that's an addiction you all, we all have a mixture of good and bad bad additions. Like I said, everything isn't drug-related. It could be addiction is something you repetitively, repetitively do, and it's a part of your lifestyle. And it can become um, a cycle. And um, one of my favorite gospel artists, Jonathan McReynolds, has a song called Cycles. And um, basically, it talks about, you know, we go in cycles through life. We do the same thing over and over again. We respect different results. And you all who have been listening to my podcast, especially since I restarted it, I talked about insanity. And insanity is something that you do over and over and you respect different results. Where Jonathan agrees with that and he named the song Cycle. So um, you don't want to continue doing bad cycles. You really don't, y'all. You, I did this episode today because I want us to recognize the addictions that we may have. And for the bad ones, what can we do step by step to fix them? To go to rehab, if if you want to say it that way, to stop them and form something that's that's new, that's better. um, To replace the addiction that's going to make you a better person. Addictions aren't bad. It's just... We need to place um, the good ones in our heart to do consistently, not the bad. So I don't want to harp too long on good addictions because, like I said, if it's something good, if you addicted to working out um, and you have a healthy regimen of, you know, the time of day you work out and how many times a week you work out, that's a good addiction. Keep that up. We all need to add um, exercise to our routine because it helps us live longer it keeps our heart healthy things of that nature um but i'm gonna go more so towards the bad addictions so for most addictions you have to replace it with something and and like i said earlier you replace like i did you can replace um, a bad addiction with something new and it becomes a good addiction. So um, when I thought of this episode, I was 
harping on if I should share um, what I was addicted to that was bad. And I asked God, and I feel like I'm even wrestling with it now because I'm like, dang, I think God wants me to share this with y'all. And I wasn't. I really wasn't. I don't know. Um, with this podcast, I don't know who's listening to this podcast unless um, unless you tell me. So I don't know who may hear this and like form some sense of judgment, but I'm a child of God. And if he if the spirit is telling me to do something, I don't feel right if I don't do it. I'm addicted <laughs> to listening to the Holy Spirit. So, um, oh, Lord, I don't want to tell y'all this, but I'm going to because the Holy Spirit is telling me to. Okay, so what I was addicted to um, was pornography. I was addicted to watching it, and I, I had been addicted to that ever since I was like 13 years old. I, um, it started off just wondering what it was because I didn't know when I first seen, seen a porn that it was a porn, but I knew what I was feeling. I knew that it, it triggered different feelings in my body or whatever, but over the years it became an addiction. It became to the point where I had a certain type that I watched, um, and everything like I was very specific. Um, and what I, what I was most addicted to was the feeling of pleasure. I I love to to watch it and to be pleased from watching it. And just the feeling of being pleased was what I was really after. Really, in my head, it really wasn't a porn. It was the fact that I was pleased from watching it. So I continued to watch it. And that pleasing feeling just bought me physical comfort. But let me tell y'all about God. So... When you grow, when you start to develop a relationship with God, it's like kindergarten. You know, everything's good, everybody's nice, everybody's loving you, and you're learning, and it's so fun. But we should work on going to new levels with God. We can't forever be in kindergarten. We can't. So as I was matriculating through my school years from first grade to second to third, so on and so forth, God started to reveal some of my addictions that were bad, like pornography. And I knew that God wanted me to end it for good for good when I started watching it. And I felt those literally milliseconds of pleasure. And then instantly I felt guilty. Instantly. And I was like, dang, man, I wanted to watch this so bad. I finally did it. And now I came and enjoyed five minutes of pleasure because I'm automatically feeling convicted for doing something that I know the word tells me not to do. When you grow with God and you really um, learn the word and it becomes in your heart and, and things of that nature, you can't do the same things that you used to do. And I don't want to say... You can't do the things that you used to do to shy anybody who's an unbeliever or they love God, but they on the fence on actually serving God and having a real, real, like daily type relationship with them to scare y'all away. I'm telling y'all that to encourage you because once you let go of that old life, I promise you the new life that God has for you is so much greater. 
you're not even going to miss that old life. Like, at first, you're going to think about it. Like, you know, the enemy is a very patient um, enemy. And he's going to remind you of what you used to do. He's going to put it in the head of how you used to enjoy it. But the enemy has came to kill, steal, and destroy. And God does none of that. He does the opposite of all those things. So, remember when the enemy's coming at you and he's reminding you of things that you used to do and how fun it was that the level that God is taking you on is going to be greater than those things ever could have been. So, I, I, I'm I not going to lie with y'all, lie to y'all. I fought with that for years, like, well, at least these past two years because, um, like I told y'all, two years ago is when I decided to really take my relationship with God to another level. So, I'm reading the Bible and I'm praying and I'm writing in my journal, but then at night when I get horny um, and my husband's asleep, um, I'm pulling up my phone to watch a porn. That wasn't right. I was living two different lives. Like, I don't care. Like, some of y'all might listen to this and be like, well, your porn ain't that bad. I mean, I watch it. You know, to each his own. That's what I say. I'm not here to judge anyone. I'm not here to tell you that, you know, if you're doing this sin, you're going to hell because I can't put you in a heaven or a hell. But what I can say is that I was really convicted. I was truly convicted from watching them. And I knew personally that God didn't want me watching them. Pretty sure you don't want none of us watching them. But whatever relationship you have with God, you'll know if he doesn't want you to do something because you'll feel it. You'll feel convicted the way I did. You'll hear his voice say no. And when you hear that and when you feel that and when you know that and you still do it, your sin is even greater. What hurt me the most out of all this, y'all, was when I did it anyway, knowing I shouldn't have done it. And I woke up early in the morning like I am now to talk to y'all, to talk to God, and I didn't feel his presence. I didn't feel the father that I say I love so much in the room with me. Now, mind you, he was still there, but because sin was in the middle of it, I couldn't feel him. That may be someone's problem right now. You know God. You got a relationship with God, but your bad addictions are in the middle of it. And you so addicted to making, to doing these bad things that you came and feel God who's right in the corner looking at you. God never leaves us or forsakes us. We leave and forsake him. We do things. We create all these bad addictions. And we do all these things and we run away from God. And then when we cry out and we don't feel him, we wonder why. It's not because he's not there, y'all. It's because we're letting the enemy win. The enemy is like a preacher used this analogy, and I'll never forget it. And this is when I realized that I needed to stop this porn addiction. I really feel like the spirit is speaking through me even stronger right now because I can say this to y'all and I feel like a weight that I didn't even know that was on my back is being lifted. And I thank God in this moment right now for that. But the preacher was talking. I was with my, my best friend at her church. And he said, the enemy is like crumbs. 
He was like, he put out crumbs on the ground. And we look at it as a crumb, so we pick it up and we eat it. And we we follow the path of crumbs. And we continue to eat the crumbs. Because it's just crumbs. They're small, tiny seeds. That's how you can consider the crumbs. And before long, it's this big old chunk that we bump into that's our sin. It's like a bag of chips that's full of crumbs and you pour them all out and you eat them. Eventually, you've eaten a whole bag of chips. Even though it was filled with a lot of crumbs, you've ate them all. And that was the analogy that he used. That's how we sin. We don't do, a lot of us don't do these big old things like robbing a bank or shooting somebody. We do little things. We lie. We, we you know, we, um, we text that, that opposite sex when we're married more than we need to. It's beyond business, but we're still flirting with the person or we're letting them flirt with us. You know? We cheat on a test. It's just one. You know, we do these things and they're just small at first. Just small at first. But they get bigger, y'all. And before you know it, the whole bag of chips is empty and you've ate the whole bag. And now you're, you feel like you're so far from God because your sin is in the way. But let me help y'all out this morning or this evening or whatever time you're listening to this, whatever day, whatever year. If you repent wholeheartedly and you tell God, God, I repent of these sins. And I truly want to build a relationship with you. I love you so much. And I'm going to work on not only saying it, but showing it, putting action behind my words. God instantly, and I mean instantly, forgives you. He casts all your sins into the sea of unforgiveness. So earlier, when I was mentioning how it was so hard for me to mention that watching porn was something that I was addicted to. It wasn't because of God. It was because of the enemy. The enemy didn't want me to tell y'all that. The enemy didn't want me to share that with y'all. God wasn't holding me back. Because God didn't forget about it. He cast it in the sea of unforgiveness. But the enemy's like, nah, girl. You know you don't need to be telling these people that. But I rebuked the enemy in the name of Jesus. I rebuke him. I rebuke him right now over your life. Because he will not win. He will not win. You got way too much in store. God has way too much in store for you for the enemy to win. But you have to stop those bad addictions. You have to. So going back on my bad addiction, what I replaced my bad addiction with was the good addiction of the word. Literally. The same phone I could pick up and watch a flick, I started picking it up and going to my Bible app. I started reading Bible plans on porn addiction. My I made private on my YouVersion app so everybody wouldn't know that I was reading it and it was a personal battle. But I read those. I looked in the Word about it. I did what I had to do. And now I don't even yearn for it, y'all. And now that I'm telling y'all... It's even more accountability that I can't go back to it because I done shared it as a testimony to y'all. I can't be I can't be relapsing. 
You know, we all do relapse. And for those who may have relapsed back into a bad addiction, it's okay. Try again. But I have relapsed before. But I've never taken um, what I fought with to a platform of this authority. Um, So now it's like, now that y'all know, ain't no relapse. Mm -mm, Not for me. But yeah, y'all, I don't even yearn for it. Um, the way I used to, like, I used to be like a little fiend, like a little crack fiend. Like, well, I'm not going to say crack fiend because I don't know how um, drug addicts are, but I felt like an addict for real. Like, I felt like I was I was fiending for it for sure. Um, and I don't do that no more. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to say I don't, um, you know, still have physical feelings of horniness and things of that nature but a lot of times if I just stop thinking about it so much I get sleepy and I go to sleep like it's just different things that I do I don't have to give y'all an exact detail but y'all get the point I've replaced it with my bible app and I've replaced it with just eventually getting sleepy and going to sleep I got a baby now definitely not gonna do it in the bed with my child you know things like that like when I got pregnant I was like okay I'm bringing a child into the world. I can't be doing this no more. So, um, and I also don't count. Like, since I've relapsed before, I feel like the enemy used to play with how long it's been since I've done it. And that would, in a way, he would convince me that I can do it because I went so long without it. So, even if I do it this one time, I'm not going to get back in the habit of doing it. But every time I feel for that, that was a lot. I would always get back in the habit of doing it. And it would take me weeks, sometimes months, to break it off again and stop doing it. So now I don't even count no more because I don't want the enemy to get in my head and remind me of how long it's been and convince me that it's okay to do it since it's been that long. And y'all might have to do that too. Like You have to do some soul searching with you, with you as a person. You have to find out what works for you. So this what I'm sharing may work for you or it may not, but you have to find what does. So I sit here now talking to y'all relieved that I shared it. I know I was I was telling my best friend when I thought of this podcast idea, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to tell him about the porn addiction though. I was like, I'm going to figure out another way to put it. But how can I expect people to fall in love with God and to really serve him and grow with him if I don't share my own personal stories. Like, I named the podcast Story by Ori. So, I personally feel like everything that God puts in my mind to share, the Spirit confirms that I have a personal story that I can relate to to help y'all get through whatever God tells me to share. And today, this was my personal story. And I'm happy, y'all. I'm happy that I shared it. If anyone's listening to this and they want to judge me now because they know that about me, that's you. You know, you do you, boo-boo. Like, I say that all the time. You do you, boo-boo. Like, you do you because I'm I'm living my life for Christ. I know I'm living it the right way. And I know someone needed to hear what I was struggling with so they can get over whatever they're struggling with. So I know that it's going to be okay. And for y'all that's listening for that person, 
that need to hear this, you're going to be okay. So I want you to dig deep. I want you to give yourself a self-evaluation. If you need to look in the mirror, do that. If you need to just close your eyes and think about who you are as a person, when you get the chance, because if you're driving right now, you don't need to do that. But when you get the chance, do that. I need to, I need you to give yourself a self-evaluation of who you are and what you need to work on to become an even better person. You are not even the best version of yourself yet, no matter how great people think you are. What can you do to be even greater? What bad addiction or addictions do you need to let go? I'm addicted to being late. (laughs) Y'all, for real. Um, I don't know what it is like. I don't like being late. That's the crazy part. I don't like being late, but I'm addicted to thinking that I'm going to be on time and that it doesn't take as long as it really takes to get somewhere. So I'm working on um, changing it by like literally getting ready when I know in my head that I'm going to be, it's going to, by the time I get ready, it's going to be too early when really I'll be on time. So for example, church, um, And if y'all follow me on Instagram, I posted about this um, a few weeks ago about when I'm getting ready and how I'm still, how I hope not to be late, things like that. I posted a picture of me and my son and I caught myself in the mirror trying to soothe him while I was doing my makeup, while I was listening to a podcast, while I was still thinking about what all I wanted to accomplish that day. And as I was making the Instagram post, I was like, dang, I need to hurry up because I'm going to be late. But anyway, so... Um, I get up, I get up around maybe six on average for church, but I also got the baby. I need to learn how to factor how long it gets, how long it takes to get him dressed in as well. But I might have, y'all for real, I might have to start waking up. Like I might have to keep waking up at like 4.30 to do this podcast, do that. And then like immediately after I finish the podcast, go ahead and get dressed what stops me is i'm feeding my child i breastfeed so he's waking up he's hungry but i'm working on creating a routine on what to do so i won't be late for church i don't be like an hour late or even 30 minutes late but i'm working on not even being 15 minutes late 15 10 to 15 minutes is an average for me on being late to church specifically that area so I'm working on it. I'm definitely working on it. And of course, as y'all know, uh, for any new listeners, if you hear, if you hear any extra movement or sounds or background in the in the um, or anything like that in the background, that's my son Ko. I do my podcast while he's sleeping, but during this time of morning, he's slowly waking up, um, and things of that nature. So if you hear a little breaths or anything like that, that's my son. But yes. But yeah, y'all, so that's another bad addiction um, that I know I need to work on. And maybe someone else can relate to me. Let me know um, about, you know, just being on time. But like I said, do those self-evaluations. I pray that I didn't mess up your 
your moment if you were actually doing it while I was talking when I mentioned about being late. But make sure you take time to take a deep breath and look at who you are. Ask yourself, who are you? You know, what do you need to work on? What do you need to be better at? How can you, what steps can you take to become a better person? To form good addictions instead of bad ones. All of us are different people. So we're going to have different things that we need to tackle. But whatever your personal things are. I encourage you to truly work really hard towards making a step. I didn't say a drastic change, but a step. Taking one step at a time to change it. Sometimes you got to repeat the same step over and over until you understand that step to move to the second step. I completed a step today by even admitting to y'all that that was an addiction that I fought with. I'm even closer to God because I shared something so personal that he healed me from. Don't compare your completed one step to someone else's completed one step. Don't compare the time frame. Don't compare the date. Don't compare where they were in their lives or what they were doing in their lives when it happened. You focus on you and what you need to do to make yourself a better person. No one is accountable for you but you. So don't start blaming anyone for where you at in life or don't keep blaming anyone for where you are, are in life. You got to change what you're addicted to to become better. If you never change and you continue to pursue those bad addictions and continuing to create those cycles, then don't complain when you look around and your life doesn't look the way you imagine it should have been. Because God gives us the desires of our heart. But we have to love him and obey him in return. So if we're making, if we're doing good addictions, you know, he sees that and he's pleased with it. He blesses us for that. He can even bless you while you're going through your bad addictions too. But the abundant, the abundant blessings that you receive from making the good addictions can change your life. Will change your life. It's changed mine tremendously. So yes, y'all, dig deep. Who are you? What do you need to change? And what step are you willing to take to change it? Before we end, um, I'm going to make sure that I pray with y'all. So right now, God, I just thank you for every listener that took time to take advantage of this addiction addictions podcast. I pray that you help them with their self-evaluations to dig deep and to see what bad addictions, some that they didn't even know that were bad, that they need to work on change into good addictions one step at a time I pray that whatever vision you've placed in their minds to achieve that they accomplish it but they also realize that the bad is hindering them from from the great that you have 
and they continue to let it go. They let go and they let God. They let you into their lives. They let you help them. I won't I don't want to misconstrue this addictions message, Lord. I want to make sure I say right now that nothing can be conquered without you. So even if it's a bad addiction, they're trying their best to let it go. They still have to let you in to help them letting it help them with letting it go. Lord, remind them that the enemy only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And you do the exact opposite and more. Remind them that you love them so, so much, more than they could ever imagine. And that when they repent of their sin and they truly confess with their heart that they love you and that they're going to do better, that you're going to cast that sin or those sins in the sea of unforgiveness and you're not going to remind them of it no more. The enemy will. But that should remind them that that's not you. We love you, Lord. We thank, we thank you for today. We thank you um, for giving me the strength to share my testimony. And I pray it encourages someone else to share theirs if they have one. Or to work on letting go of things so it can become one. We thank you for this day and for what you're going to do for us all in the future. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Y'all, I truly enjoy, I think out of all the podcasts, this is now my favorite one because I've always been honest with y'all, but today I was raw with it. I was raw and honest. Like, I feel like going forward, um, I got to continue to give y'all that story, that that level of, of concern and compassion that I have for, for my life and y'all's now that are listening to this. Because I truly feel like God wanted me to start this back for this specific purpose. So, continue to hit the subscribe button if y'all haven't. Um, on Apple, you can easily follow. I'm pretty sure it's the same on Google Play. Um, of course, on Anchor, you can follow me if you're listening that way. Um, find me on Facebook with my maiden, with my married name, Oriana Coleman. O-R-I-O-N-N-A. Coleman, C-O-L-E-M-A-N, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under the same name, Story, S-T-O-R-I, underscore by, B-Y, underscore Ori, O-R-I. Mind you, Story is spelled like my nickname, Ori, S-T-O-R-I, instead of a Y. I love y'all. I've enjoyed this. I pray that you got something from this and that you continue to share this with someone else. Let's spread the love. Let's spread the knowledge. We got this, y'all. I will talk to y'all. So today, for me on this podcast, today's Wednesday. So I'm now going to make a goal and actually say it, a new addiction of doing these podcasts specifically on Wednesdays and Fridays and Sundays, too, um, if I can get that schedule together of being on time for church. But for sure, Wednesdays and Fridays. So tune back, tune back in. Um, two days are now Friday for the newest podcast. I will see y'all later. Be good. Stay true. You're loved. God loves you like crazy. That's a quote from Heather Lindsay. <laughs> y'all be good. <laughs>